When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ah, yes. Good morning. Tuesday, 9th of January, summer breakfast. Trent Copeland here alongside Jaleesa Apps. We're here for Bryden's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness? Contact Bryden's Lawyers. Good morning to everyone listening on SEN 1170 AM here in Sydney as we fill the chairs for Fossey and Brandy and many others, to be fair, in recent times. And welcome to those of you listening on SENQ 693 AM in Brisbane. You're with us for the first hour. And then Patton Heels briefly back from their hiatus to host a special show live from the Magic Millions Barrier Draw. That's coming up from 6 a.m. Queensland time. And good morning to everyone else listening across the SEN network. Pick up the phone and have your say today on the Suncorp open line, one 1170 We've got a good story to talk through to kick us off this morning, Jaleesa. But one moment before we tuck into that, get your home storm season ready with Suncorp. That number again to call us, one 1170 If you can't listen live, you can catch up via the podcast. Search Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy on your fav- favourite podcast platform, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can also find all of our podcasts on the SEN app. And just a quick heads up, we've got Brett Phillips on to talk a lot of tennis today. Sydney Sixers guru Jordan Silk is joining us as well. And Nick Ashman from Sportsbet. Good morning to you, Jaleesa. And I want to start with... When we exited the building yesterday mm, yeah. and we, we want stories from everyone else. When you hear this and it pops into your mind, your version of this story, mm. let us know what it is. But tell us, what did I walk out of the building and see yesterday? Okay. Well, first of all, just then when you were talking and uh, you said, oh, we've got a story to get to. I was, lis- I was sitting here listening as though I was listening to the radio. It wasn't until you said my name that I was like, oh. That's right. I have to make this content. So it's just <laughs> chilling back here. So uh, anyway, the story was, um, so we went out. Let me take you back to the start of the shift when Ben said to me, do you think you should park inside the car park? And I was like, nah, nah, it's all good, Ben. Oh, do you want to, seriously, like I can just let you in the car park? Nah, mate, Ben, it's all good. It's all good. And Ben was, I could see visibly concerned at my response, <laughs> but as somebody who frequently parks illegally, never in disabled zones, that's a big no, but I just park illegally, honestly, all over the city. Um, wow. Yeah. Get this number plate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, parking yeah. Constantly. It's actually become a little bit um, psychopathic of me to see how long I can get away with it. Anyway, so I was like, nah, nah, Ben, I'm living. This is how I live. I <laughs> just, just, yeah, I'm fine. Anyway, as I went down yesterday, I was seconds from being booked. The the guy was like, you know, filling out his little thing. And I was like, are you booking me? And he was like, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, could you not? And he just looked at me and I was like, please. I said, I'm leaving now. And he said, all right, but you know, you need to read the sign. I mean, I had read the sign. I just wow, blatant the disregard. Sign. But um, yeah, thank you to that man. <laughs> Good karma coming your way. And I have parked legally this morning. Well done in the car park. Would you believe it, Jaleesa? Mm. Well done. Suncorp open line 1300 01 1170. What have you got away with? Have you got away with parking <laughs> fines? Have you talked your way out of it? 
Is it highway on the highway? How have you talked yourself out? Oh, gee, so you're going full. I want illegal. the full story. Eh? We got scope. We got plenty of time. You know, how I hit a wombat on the highway once. Oh dear. Yeah, right off my car, right what? near Belangelo. That's grim. It was really grim. Yeah, <laughs> on Christmas Eve, as oh, I was trying to dear. get as I was trying to get to work. Anyway, nice truckie helped me out. Well done. You have got a lot of people helping you out. Well done. Yeah, good people in the world. Yeah, that's right. Good people. Speaking of good people, former Aussie coach Darren Lehman believes Steve Smith should stay at number four and a specialised opener should be brought in to to, uh, to replace Davey Warner. There's been a lot of talk about this mm. in recent times, Jaleesa. Darren Lehman was talking on SEN Sports Day last night. Let's have a listen. Smith's a superstar. If anyone can do it, he can do it. The transition from four to one. Um, and he obviously wants a new challenge. He's been, uh, you know, behind the scenes apparently quite keen to do it. I'd love him to stay at four. I mean, I love uh, Marner, Smith, Head, Marsh, Carey, four, five, four, three to seven. Uh, adds uh, Uzi in there and opening. I, I think it's perfect time to put a young kid in there. So, uh, you know, being from Queensland, I'd like to see Renshaw. Um, mm-hmm. But if they go on sheer stats and performance uh, and give state credit, the state cricket the credit it deserves, then it probably has got to be Bancroft, doesn't it? He's played so yeah. well in all formats for the last few years. So, And then Harris has been the spare man on tour. So it could be one of those three. I, I, I think Green just has to wait his turn. I, I'm not against that. I think it's just Mitch Marsh has taken his spot and, and grabbed it with both hands, and it's just the way it is. So... Maybe Green's got to hold off for a little bit. That that might be the hardest thing, but it might also be the making of him as a player. Yeah, uh, you know he, he he goes well. I'm not playing because I just didn't do the things I needed to do to cement my spot, and that, he'll take his next chance with both hands. So I'd prefer a traditional opener. If you're going to do it, you do it now because uh, West Indies is a soft series. Yeah, Pakistan was you know their attack was okay, but it wasn't great if that makes sense. So you probably could have done it then as well. So it's just one of those things. They've got to use it now. Jaleesa, your first thoughts when you hear Darren Lehman's opinion there? Well, I know why I was dropped from this from the show last night because I was meant to be on Sats and Jace. Oh, wow. Yeah, so wow. it's just bitterness is what I feel. Here we are thinking we were talking about selection for Australia. And I'm just sitting here Biggest stewing. story. <laughs> no, I was supposed to be on there last night. Good to know why I was dropped, guys. But anyway, no, I would have gone with Darren Lehman as well. Fair enough. Completely agree with him, though. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just giggling away. <laughs> I am. Well, you know what's funny is, uh, and Darren Lehman did it really well, is that in the past week we have had uh, numerous WA legends, Kim Hughes, mm. Mitchell Johnson, numerous others. Cameron Bancroft has to play. It's a slap in the face to state cricket if it doesn't happen. Then you get Matty Hayden saying Matt Renshaw has to play. Then Lehman started off by saying Matt Renshaw would be a good choice. Mm. And it's almost like state allegiances come through with those opinions. But then very well done by Darren Lehman. He actually cited, if you're talking pure numbers from domestic cricket and we want to reward that, speaking as a former Australian coach, Understanding the importance of acknowledging the domestic setup, I think that's that's where Darren Lehman really gets it, and and brought yeah. to the table some good opinion there. What's what's doing with the state allegiances? Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I get it, but also, and, and if you work for the, I mean, you obviously work for Cricket New South Wales. Part of your job yep. is to uh, 
better cricket in New South Wales. So I get that when you work for it. But I also feel like, you know, when people are like, oh, you know, the Australian team is made up of all New South Wales players. I could not care where the players in the Australian team come from as a fan. Couldn't care. As long as we are winning test matches, I don't care. Yep. That's a fair point. And I actually don't think. Yeah. No, I don't. Uh, I have personal relationships with a lot of these players. So that's where it's probably... Uh, making sure that I am front of mind viewing cricket for what it is. Mm. And if I am asked for an opinion that I give my true and authentic opinion on the cricket alone, not the person. Yeah. that That's where I have to draw the line. And I, I'm assuming that the majority of these people are doing exactly the same. And, and that's an assumption. But you would hope that it's not about state and where you're from and, and things like that. The other thing is all names being mentioned have legitimate cases as well. So oh, like they're sure. being picked out of thin air. For sure. Um, and I'm, I'm not, uh, I'm more saying like when people say there's New South Wales bias. Yeah. Like I just, there, I, oh, I, I cop that for years. Oh, yeah. you, you got, when you got your baggy blue was the baggy green yeah, in the yeah, backpack yeah. with that it. Kind of uh, thing. Things it's like weird. that. But yeah, I mean, if you look at the, so this is the batting average since, um, I wholeheartedly agree with pretty much everything Darren Lehman said. I think that Cam Green just needs to wait for a spot. Um, openers since the average among openers since January, 2021, right? So this is just openers. Cameron Bancroft, 50.72, uh, Matt Renshaw, 38.70, Marcus Harris, 37.68, and Daniel Hughes is 33.86. Mm. So Cameron Bancroft, if you're just going on openers and you're just looking at now, right now you need an opener for Austra- in Australia because that's the two test matches coming up. Yeah. I think maybe we get a little bit lost in looking long-term. That has to be back of mind, but I think right now we just need an opener in Australia. Yeah. It has to be Cam Bancroft. Yeah, it- and when you put the case forward like that, and I'm sure that case has been made at the selection table, I'd be amazed if it hasn't. I wonder how much they're looking at the future. Uh, as Are a they part looking of this. at the future? Is it? Is do you think that Sandpaper Gate has an impact? Because I would hate to think it does. I don't think it does. At this I don't point. think it does either. You paid your dues. Yeah, I, I think it's we've moved past that. But I can't. So first of all, I don't think it should. But I can't see why it would either when, you know, we've moved, got moved past with the other two players. Mm. I can't see why it would. But then if Cameron Bancroft isn't picked, I can't see why he's not. Yeah. But for that. Yeah. And it could well be game style as well, Jaleesa. One of the things that Davey Warner leaves a hole with in the Australian team is the game style he played. So an aggressive style opener that's striking at 70 and the way Australia play their test cricket. Yeah. In the absence of that, is Cameron Bancroft the man to fill the hole or is that two same-same with a, a few of the others in the top order for Australia? Question here on the text line, isn't Darren Lehman from South Australia? The answer is yes, but uh, a current coach of Queensland uh, in the setup and and certainly living up there. So that's where the chat about that comes from. And even Mitchell Johnson, when we referenced WA, played a lot for Queensland as well. It's not about that. It's more just where current allegiances lie uh, and, and front of mind opinion. And, uh, and probably an unconscious it. bias. Like I'm not thinking yeah. there's a oh, conscious bias. And let there. me be clear. I'm not saying there is with any of these no, people. No, no, no. Same. But, but that's the common thread. Yes. Is that player uh, X from state X is being spoken about by said person. So, yeah. And because uh, it's only natural you go, you have more to do with that person. You're going to feel in, like they're, yeah. 
Indeed, yes. Uh, in other cricket news last night in the BBL, the Perth Scorchers, too good at Sydney Showground Stadium. Three for 140, the Scorchers were in chasing down the Sydney Thunders, eight for 137. Strange pitch. Strange pitch. I don't know if you watch much of it, Jaleesa, but it was a game where Ashton Agar took two for six off four overs, and Tanvir Sanger was spinning the ball like you're playing in the backyard and it was hitting tufts of grass. Mm. It was tennis ball-y bounce. Um, so disappointing surface, but in the end, despite conditions, both teams have got to play on it and the Scorchers yet again find a way to win. Yeah, I only saw like the very start of it because I was um, not, not very very mentally unwell after <laughs> after having no sleep. I was rattled a shell of, my per, of a person, so I had to get some sleep. Um, and I was thinking about you as I got in to bed and thought, poor Copes, he's out there. <laughs> well, I was having a great time. It was a good match. And uh, unfortunately, bad news for the Sydney Thunder. The Sixers fans, when we talk to Jordan Silk a little later, we can reference uh, Friday night's match, the, the Sydney Smash, which will be a good game, but also really important for the Sixers as well. There's some news on Usman Kawaja. So he's expected to wear his Darwin Olive Branch logo in a match for the first time tomorrow night with the test opener to play for the Brisbane Heat alongside Marnus Labuschagne uh, in the game at the Gabba. While the ICC banned him for wearing it during the test match, Cricket Australia's board has approved its use here in our Big Bash competition, given that they are, they are fully in charge of playing conditions and what is sanctioned, what is not within our own competition. So uh, your opinion, firstly, just on, on the fact that Usman is then allowed to do it here and I guess voice his opinion that he's been trying to voice for some time. Mm. Uh, two things. For, well, firstly, I, I worry about when it opens up a bit of a can of worms as to people saying, but I was just voicing my opinion. However, in this case, I don't, I can't, argue with just peace. You know what I mean? Like, like the sentiment that he's putting out there, Mm. bigger things in my life to worry about than Usman asking for peace. Do you know what I mean? Like the sentiment that he's asking for, I don't know really how anyone can really be against what he is saying. Yeah. And look, the rationale for particularly Usman, when talking about in practical terms, there's a lot of people around the world that have played international cricket in the last five years that have had a Christ symbol on their bat, for example, to support their religion they believe in. Mm-hmm. Um, it, would you call that a political statement or is it just a personal belief? It, there's a very gray area there on how you define these things. I think the if he was going with the initial um, state, the initial thing that he was going to do with the colours, I think maybe that's where it gets into a gray area of becoming a bit too political. Yeah. But then, I but I think the way that he has. Uh, sort of paired that messaging back and I agree with the sentiment that he's putting out there at the moment, then I don't, I don't think it's a problem. Yeah. All lives are equal. Uh, makes a lot of sense just in how he views the world, but uh, good news that he's able to do that within the BBL. Uh, plenty more to get through. We'll get into all the top stories after this.